another one of our convos today joining us is emily albert thank you for joining us and thanks for taking time out to talk to us thanks dario yeah happy to so nice to talk to you um before we like get into all your music you always have like an upcoming album and everything can you kind of like talk about how you like got your start in music and you know kind of your background yeah for sure um so I grew up in Texas. I'm from like the Dallas area and um, I live outside of LA now, but um, originally I just, I played piano when I was a kid, but it wasn't exactly like the path that I felt called to. And when I found guitar, I got kind of turned on to like Jimi Hendrix and Joni Mitchell and a lot of things from like kind of Woodstock era. And yeah. it just like lit me up. And um, so I, I became kind of immediately like, focused and obsessed with playing guitar and I'd always wanted to sing but I was really shy about it like it's so vulnerable that yes. it just like I never really had the guts to step forth and do it so once I started playing guitar it was kind of like I couldn't avoid it anymore like first I think it helped because I could kind of hide behind it <laughs> at the same time it was like once the guitar was in the picture then it was just like songs had to come out and so I started writing and um yeah, I, I put out a record like an early crowdfunded we pre Kickstarter, but just like on the awkward, like slightly post GeoCities website, like okay, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> little PayPal buttons and like, yeah, but like really community supported um, little record and, and um, started playing shows and getting over my shyness a little bit. And then over time, just started touring more and more and um, been. Played a, played a lot of DIY solo shows over the years, but then in the last decade, I've been kind of like mixing it up more and playing a lot with other artists, like in their bands and mm -hmm. kind of like diversifying what I get to explore musically. So in the last few years, I've gotten to play with a lot of great folks that I really love. Like right now I'm in the band of this guy named Jacob Collier, who I love and yep. previously with like Esperanza Spalding and, and just like some really cool folks. Um, and so that's been a cool way to kind of like use different muscles and engage with music in a different way and also writing with people. And so, yeah, now where I'm at is I kind of just like mix it up and get to explore music through different uh, pathways. And for the first time in quite a few years, I'm going to share a record of my own songs and my own imaginings um, coming up pretty soon on August 19th. So that's the new new wave in my life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you said a lot there and there's definitely a lot of things that I kind of want to talk to you about a little bit. Um, you said you fell in love with the guitar. Like that was that, you know, like, do you remember like kind of what age you were and what specifically kind of like drew you to the guitar versus like other instruments? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think I was about 14 and guitar. I mean, I think specifically for, like our generation and and you know in the last hundred years or so like the guitar i think for a lot of reasons one because it's so like cross-cultural but it also allows this like physical engagement yeah. that they like like you can you can sit with it or you can stand and like really interact with people it's not an instrument like you know behind a computer at a piano which is so beautiful but it feels like something i really connect to is being able to like play guitar and like yeah 
make eye contact and like move. And so seeing the way that people do that in a super like visceral um, way that like come like connects the spiritual and the physical yeah. to me, like that got me really stoked. And then, you know, I think I remember seeing bands play like as a teenager and seeing the way that it lit people up and made people feel connected and excited. And a lot of that's through like, you know, through what rock and roll music has done and like yeah. songwriters telling stories and all this stuff. And so just like the role of the guitar in our culture, I just really love and admire. Okay. I, didn't know. I was just crazy about it. <laughs> I mean, it's worked out. It's paid out for you. So. <laughs> um, you said you grew up in like the Dallas area. So I guess like growing up, how was, how would you say like the environment of Dallas, like the music scene and everything kind of influenced you like personally, like musically? I mean, it it definitely did in a number of ways. I, primarily, I would say my dad is a keys player. Okay. So he was definitely like my biggest musical influence growing up, just listening to him. He's like a very, he like gigs a lot around town and, you know, um, played with a lot of different musicians. And so hearing the way that he approaches, um, like he's just like very thoughtful and harmonious. And, okay, and yeah. so that was definitely important. Um but then also Texas has such a rich history. It's a, it's like a complex place. It's got a lot of different cultures and ideas and that sort of thing. And, but it, it has such a rich history of like, you know, this kind of like music of the people from like country and folk and blues to, um, you know, like thinking like Willie Nelson and folks like that. So like Erica Badu, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, St. Vincent and all there's like, there's people who are doing this really beautiful, more tradition oriented path. And then there's people that are like taking it far out yeah. kind of like a counterbalance to that. And all of that exists in Texas, which I really like. Okay. And you said like, obviously like you said, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Johnny Mitchell, like some of your biggest influences musically outside of like your dad. For sure. It's Stevie Wonder and, and Stevie Wonder. Okay. Yeah, definitely. All right. So I guess how would you just kind of describe your sound? You know, you listed as like soul funk. Like how like what is soul funk? Like how would you I mean, I don't even I don't know that I could say soul <laughs> funk. I think the last song that I shared maybe has more roots in I say funk, I meant folk, soul folk. Oh, oh okay, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if I can claim all of <laughs> I meant soul funk. Um, yeah, you know, I I think it's 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 getting harder and harder probably for everybody yeah. to discern categories because we're yes. in such a, like like a post-genre world now and we've all grew up like you know like with mp3s and record stores that had everything in like a totally globalized music and listening landscape but i, I mean there's definitely <clears throat> like ley lines and like places that i've drawn from really specifically and a lot of that is i would say things from the sort of like soul lineage like especially like Motown and through the 70s like you know um things coming from like early Stevie and Smokey Robinson through like Shaka Khan and um you know later Stevie Catalog and Prince and that sort of thing Curtis Mayfield like that's all stuff that I really love and get excited by um and then also like you know, things in the, in the folkio realm, excuse me, <clears throat> like, like, yeah, Joni Mitchell and um, like really 
kind of storytellery introspective mm. things from that realm um Paul Simon and and that sort of thing and I would also like I think there's a lot of cross collaboration like I would put Jimi Hendrix very much in that folky storytellery perspective yeah. category too so um definitely not like two separate things but just that I like the center of that Venn diagram especially is stuff that I get really into yeah I definitely feel like music has for sure gone the way of like kind of abandoning yeah. genres and like kind yeah. of reset you know, you have to sound like this, you have to do this. Like, I feel like more and more artists are kind of just exploring because we also like grew up listening to like so many different things. And I don't know, how do you, like, how do you see that? Do you think that's like such a, do you take that as like a positive thing or do you like kind of also feel like you do need some type of boundaries or do you just, just like let people just do whatever they want? I mostly think it's cool. And I mean, regardless, I'm just going to ride the wave because that's the, the world we're in. Yeah. Um, and it excites me because it's like an equalizer and everybody can just like find what turns them on and lean into it and find communities around it and like weave it into their expression. And that yeah. is super cool. Yeah. In my mind. I mean, there's definitely beauty in like, you know, more traditional and pure mm-hmm. things, but nothing's pure. Everything came from somewhere. It's all, you know, yeah. But like rock and roll has a legacy that's far, you know, it's rock and rolls from West Africa, and you know, everything's like a melting pot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. So you like you were talking about like how you kind of came up crowdfunding like before like Kickstarter and all that. Like you've always had this very like independent kind of DIY spirit. Yeah. Like what kind of like drove you to that and like continue to stay on that path? Like instead of maybe trying to go like labor out and stuff like that. I mean, I think it's kind of, it's, it's two things. One was like kind of out of just trying to get creative and almost out of necessity. Cause it's yeah. like, no one else was going to pay me to make a record. Like, you know, I was just like a 15 year old kid in Texas who wanted to write songs. So it's like, if I was going to do it, I needed to make it happen. But then I think as I got older and and started finding pathways that could have let me maybe pursue like, you know, competition to singing TV shows and yeah. stuff. Someone brought me into the studio and said, I want you to sound like this other person or what. And it's like, the more I, I sort of got exposed to opportunities like that, I was like, Oh, I don't actually want that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. And to be able to, to like support your life through doing something you love. And I, I hope to continue to do that. And I've, I've been blessed to be able to do that in a number of ways, but like, you know, I, I'm really, really value being able to do things in a way that feels authentic to me. Um, and, and so it's cool to, to not have to, <laughs> to like depend on the permission or, you know, the like, yeah, the direction of, yeah. of something I don't feel super aligned with. So you like, cause you, you did your what, first album, what, like junior year? which is crazy to think when I was doing like junior years for sure not like put out a whole project and stuff like that like um, I just got lit up about it and it was still kind of you know it's it was a like a it was a project of a of a kid like I wrote those songs like like hiding in the park because I was too shy to play out in front of people and it was just kind of like my interior teenage world exploring you know life through that perspective but but also with that excitement of like growing community and like 
trying to get scrappy and figure out how to do something I was excited about, you know? And like, when, when did you start touring? Like when you first started? Kind of around then, like around that I mean, time? local gigs. And then, um, and then I, I started kind of like just broadening circles and, and after a while, I mean, for the bulk of my twenties, I'm 33 now for the bulk of my twenties, I was kind of like, I think there were even like four years where I just didn't even have a place to live because I just kind of stayed out and kept being like, maybe I'll see if I can put some shows together in Turkey or like, <laughs> you know, or, or Thailand or whatever. And just like going on the internet and finding people and like putting shows together and just, just kind of seeing, seeing where I could take it and where it could take me. Yeah. It's very, uh, I mean, it's very rock and roll, right? Like, roll, roll, <laughs> like that's, that, <laughs> That's, that's kind of what it's all about, kind of. Yeah, there was there was some wild times, but it was really beautiful. Yeah. Okay, well, what would you say is like kind of been your favorite place to tour, like unexpectedly, oh. or you know? Oh man. Well, I mean, I I was just actually I got back two nights ago because I've been on tour with with Jacob Collier, this band that I'm playing right now. Um, and we finished the tour in, in Portugal and I stayed for a couple extra days cause I'd, I'd never been. And I was just like, yeah, I, I kind of fell in love with it. And, you know, um, yeah. I mean, so often it's like it's, these little things can shape my whole perception or experience of the place. Cause it's like, maybe I have two days, you know, I'm yeah. not, you know, like sometimes I'll try to build in time and like find a hike and go stay in the woods somewhere. But a lot of times it's like, Maybe I'll meet a few friends in a new place and find some water to jump into and yeah. eat. And that's, that's it. <laughs> on to the next one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I really, I did really love Portugal this week. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, so like I said, you, you've been doing this whole thing also for a while, but now like you, you kind of explained that you were working with like a lot of bigger acts, you know, you name like, I think you worked with like Gwen Stefani, Leon Bridges, yeah. uh, Lord, like, uh, Esperanza Spalding, Jaden Collier. So how, like, what's kind of like been your experience working with like opening up and working with like bigger artists like that. And then versus like doing your solo thing. Man, I, I really love like getting to play in people's bands or work with them in the studio, whatever. Like it's, I, I feel like sometimes people will be like, Oh, like, do you wish that you were just doing your own thing? And it's like, no way. Like, yeah. I love that so much and it's so important to me, but I love having this like counterbalance and being able to kind of flow back and forth and like engage different parts of my musical self. Um, I mean, from a, like a relational human way, I really love like supporting the vision of someone that I believe in. Yeah, And that's like something that, feels like an honor and I get excited about. And then also it's like, it stretches me as a player. It, it is such a great learning opportunity. Um, yeah. And it just kind of, it, it's like an explorative experience and it yeah. makes me more balanced. And it also takes the pressure off because then it's like, if I was depending on my music all the time to be like my sole uh, experience of like, music and musicality and also like you know uh, making my life work like that's a lot of pressure to put mm -hmm. on songwriting yeah. and stuff like so it's cool to have different things where it's like you can ebb and flow with it 
Yeah, I was gonna say like you know, you worked with such a wide range of like different artists and like different genres and musical styles that that had to be like great like experience for you to like kind of build musically for yourself. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel like there's, I mean, all those people that you mentioned like are people that I really admire and I've learned different things from, and it it's it's really inspired me. I can I can kind of probably distill like in in my own musical experience and journey like different things I've been like, Oh, okay. Well, after working with Esperanza for a while, I came out and I felt so like sort of creatively emboldened and by her authenticity and her courage and like, you know, and working with Jacob, this like sense of playfulness is feeling way more alive for me. And like, you know, all these little things where it's like, they're all those situations are teachers, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's also gotta be cool that you can do your whole solo thing for a while. And when you just go pick up and like, Oh, go be part of like a band, like a group, you know, and kind of, you know, I I like seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's awesome. So like Jim Collier, obviously he's like a really big name and a lot of people consider him like a music genius. And so kind of like how, how did you get that connection? How did you get into the band? And like, what was your like experience working with them? Honestly, I have no idea <laughs> how we connected. I even asked him because, like, I don't really know either. I mean, you know, the internet is a, a vast and kind of small thing. Yeah. Yes. We have a lot of friends in common and that sort of thing. So we were like social media friends. And then one time he just like FaceTimed me out of the blue. Like, he was like, Hey, can I FaceTime you? And I was like, When? And he was like, Now? <laughs> that was, that was kind of how we met. And, and on that call, he was like, Hey, I heard you know, you might have a break and do you want to join my band? And that was a pretty easy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just I really love Jacob. And um, yeah, we've been touring. We just finished about three days ago and we were touring for about four months. Um, really solidly. We, we covered a lot of ground and it's been so amazing. Like he's just his, the generosity of his spirit, like obviously his skills are kind of superhuman Um, which is amazing. But the thing that makes them really admirable and really inspiring to me is the way that he like uses them to build this creative world. And then like invites us all to a party inside of it, you know, just like everybody's welcome. Like, you know, it's it's really cool. I mean, sounds like four months of torn, you know, that (laughs) yeah, for sure. (laughs) Sure. Sounds like a good time. Um, so get to your album now, like woven together coming out here, you know, a couple of weeks. How's yeah. it feel? Like, how's it feel to finally kind of like be almost, almost there? I'm stoked. I mean, I feel like, especially since I just got back from tour now I'm like shifting gears and I'm like, yeah. Oh my God, this is, this is happening really fast. Um, and, you know, I feel like primarily it's just feels so good to like release and give away something that I put a lot of heart and love into and uh and that that just feels like this really kind of cathartic healing experience um to be like all right now go be on your way you know (laughs) all these little songs that like um you know at different points in the last few years kind of um came into my head or spirit and then I, I worked with them and tried to form them and then brought friends in and and we like brought them to life and now now it's time to just give them away and that feels cool. Um, uh, yeah. And it, it just, it feels really nice to, to have something that it actually, it really feels authentic to like 
who I am right now, you know, and, and what kind of sounds excite me and um, what, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm really interested in the way that music can help us like feel calmer or feel more alive in our bodies or make like make us think about our roles in the world and like our our healing processes and our different experiences and all that stuff and this just like feels really true for me in all those ways and so it's yeah it's something that i'm excited to share yeah i mean i've had the pleasure of listening to it more than a few times now and you know it's a very good album looking out there in the wild um for those that haven't obviously heard it and like what can they kind of expect from this new this new music Mm -hmm. you know i think the album as a whole like it's a it's a bit of a melting pot uh big maybe salad of like a bunch of different uh stylistic influences and that sort of thing but at at its core um i think it it it's really like it the intentionality behind it is really like connective like i i think a lot of the songs in it um focus on these themes of like our our roles as humans on earth and and trying to like dig into those experiences and learn from them and um and the ways in which you know even especially nowadays in like a um post like lockdown reality and all this stuff like we can sometimes feel divorced from each other but the the emphasis here is on like the ways in which we're connected Mm -hmm. um and so yeah i think those are definitely some themes that like unify the project is that kind of where the title came from woven together yeah yeah Yeah. okay definitely i definitely got that coming through with the music um so like it's been four years since you know your last album right so Kind of how how would you say you've kind of evolved musically or or changed or shifted in, in any way since since your last last time out? Um, man, I mean, what a four years! I I mean, first of all, the the last project it was songs that I really felt connected to, but it was mostly songs of other other people's that I like arranged and that sort of thing. So in terms of like original music, it's been a long time since. I've like shared a whole body of songs that I felt like I could really bring to life. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I think especially in the last few years since that last project, like I've gotten a lot more interested in exploring um, like stranger sounds and less like previously. And I would say probably all of my projects I've mostly focused on uh, like sonic palettes or sonic landscapes that were kind of like, this is what the guitar sounded like in the room when I played it unplugged into the microphone. And on this project, it's a little bit more um, like experimenting with things a little bit more and trying to create like slight augmented reality things around it and, and to just kind of make it a little dreamier and a little more weird, like life often feels, you know? It definitely sounds like very soulful too, like oh, project thanks. as a whole. Like definitely got that coming through. Thanks. Um, do you have like any like specific favorite uh track off album? Oh man, I don't it's so hard for me to like zoom out now because I've been you know focused so much on each one. I, I'm interested to, to like now that I'm taking a step back, like kind of listen to it with fresh ears, but um I don't know. I think I think I feel connected to all of them for different reasons, but mm-hmm. Um, being able to work with people like it 
there's only a handful of people that were involved in the record, maybe six or seven, but they're all people that I really love. And so like when I listen to it and I hear things that they played or things that we came up with together, like those things really like get me stoked, you know? Yeah. Well, there are two tracks specifically that like I kind of like return to is like stream of consciousness. Oh yeah. I really like the groove on that one. Thanks. Very nice. And then also, uh, was uh, holding on to you. Oh yeah. Cool. Very like poignant song. Like yeah. talk about, you know, a lot of things in there also like socially. And that also found that it's like another part of like, uh, your music, like your themes, like you yeah. speak about, you know, the human experience also, but then like also from like a social aspect. And yeah, for sure. Oh, that's cool. I'm happy to hear what you, yeah, especially because not that many people have heard it yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I know that, that holding on to you definitely like, um, I don't know. I think I, I, I like want, I felt moved to write a love song, but it's also sometimes like, that's just something that I experience a lot where it's like, man, the world sometimes just feels totally insane. And yeah. especially in the last few years, like definitely had some days where I just like laid on the floor and felt like existential, not crisis, but like definitely a little bit of yeah. existential dread and confusion, yeah. but like finding ways. I mean, I feel like that, our generation and kind of everyone that's alive right now, we're like trying to figure out how to hold all of this fear and like bewilderment and anger sometimes at the same time as being like, okay, how do we stay inspired and try to find solutions and yeah. like loving each other. And those are intense things to like hold at the same time, but <laughs> yeah, tried to write about it a little bit. Oh, I think, I think you uh, did it very successfully on that one. For sure. I like that song. I'm glad. Thanks. Also, like last thing, like kind of about the album, like what was your kind of creative process going into it? Has it mm. like is it just kind of like a normal, normal thing or try things differently? Yeah, I think it was. I mean, it was honestly pretty influenced by like the time that we've been in. Um, I started working on it um I don't know, maybe about two years ago. And I was working on it at first, like kind of as an experiment, just like emailing things back and forth with a friend. And then we sort of quickly realized that it just didn't feel as good. Like it didn't feel like that was what the songs wanted was to be made on the computer, like remote. So once things, it felt kind of like safe and responsible to like get a few friends together in like a home studio. And that's what we did. And it felt so good to just be able to play with people again. Um, And so, yeah, it was, it was all made like very much during a lockdown time. Yeah you know um but we took our time with it and it felt cool because it there's no like we were talking about earlier like there's no like sort of looming uh industry presence yeah yeah, it was just kind of like let's take our time with it and do what feels good and follow sounds we're excited by and bring our friends in and um just like trying to make something honest um so that yeah i feel like that was a very defining part of the like album making experience was just like let's just do something that feels healthy and fun (laughs) so uh question we always got to ask everybody is on our website's called living life fearless and we Mm -hmm. talk to a lot of creatives and everything we call we call that specifically because we think you have to be kind of fearless or have some sort of fearlessness to kind of put yourself out there like that and you kind of touched on it earlier as a kid like having that kind of being afraid to like seeing in front of people and having to like overcome that. 
So like, do you, do you agree with that like sentiment that you have to be kind of fearless as a creative to like really put yourself out there? And do you have like any advice for, you know, aspiring like artists and creatives out there? Yeah. I like that. Um, I mean, I think, you know, for me, part of trying to live life fearlessly, like you said, is like, um, it's not as much being like, I have, I have no fears, but about being like, okay, I know these fears are present for me. I'm like experiencing fear on this or that is that. And I'm going to like look it in the eye and figure out how to dance with it. Yeah. And so like live, living life fearless is like, it's like, yeah, all right. Like we're, we're going to have to dance with each other and we're going to have to like make it playful and it's going to get weird and uncomfortable, but like, but we're in this together. So like, let's go. <laughs> you know? um, so I, I feel like I learn a lot from my fears and like, I want to treat them as, as teachers and you know, we'll wrestle with each other, but it's all love. It's <laughs> a great answer. Um, it's a good, it's a good uh, you know, like message too. Message. Thank yeah. Thank you. Um, last question is, so the future, like obviously you have the album coming out, having plans to roll out, you may have plans to like tour on it or do any shows with it or like what do you have coming up, you know, this this next year and the end of next year? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a mix, you know, doing a lot of writing and um, and uh, I'll be continuing to play with Jacob. We're going to have a bunch of shows and then I'll, I'll start I'll start planning some little, you know, solo shows and shows of the band uh, in a few different cities. And I think I'm going to maybe work on a little like follow up remix uh, okay. and some, you know, some ways to like let these songs kind of shape shift yeah. there in the wild. So, um, you know, keeping it keeping it like mixed up. Yeah. Seeing where it goes. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Um, thank you again for joining us and talk to us. And oh, thank you. Yeah, it's such a pleasure. You know, everybody definitely go check out uh, Emily Albert and her new album coming out in a couple of weeks, August 19th, I believe is the release date. And, you know, we'll have all of our details and links down below if you guys are like watching or listening to this. And uh, yeah, thank you for talking to us. It was a great time. Thank you so much. Yeah, my pleasure for sure. <laughs>